Welcome back to another episode of J Crypto. And today's show is going to be mostly focused around metaverse opportunities that are coming up. With the Vassal hard fork fast approaching, there's going to be a lot of coverage we're going to need to do on DeFi protocols post Vassal hard fork. So I'm looking at Q4 for that. Right now, uh, metaverses seem to be the most flexible environment because I also think CNFTs are going through a major upgrade. I know for a fact that things like Lucid, Agora, and the Vassal hard fork will change the d- dynamic of how we see NFTs and CNFTs and will add a lot of utility. That's can That can also kind of be said with DeFi too, with the Vassal hard fork. So things will really change there. We're going to kind of focus on that later this year once the Vassal hard fork is complete and we're seeing those improvements in real time. Right now, though, the metaverses are getting really close to launching actual products. Um, the the top ones that I'm looking at, right, and, and maybe the ones that can really be their own sort of open world environment, and in my opinion, have a lot of potential to create and, and capture a huge amount of the market share of current people looking to build and create businesses in the metaverse, but in the future, really drive adoption. So we want to pay attention to these because some of these things are really time sensitive, and I think they're going to have a major impact later on. Uh, so if we're paying attention, I think our strategies will be better off by taking advantage of some of these updates that we're going to be talking about today. Uh, we on the set, lights, cameras, always bringing the action. What? NFT project, you betting on, keep asking. Keep asking. These are the ones I love with passion. Uh, no half-assions, just read the caption. So real quick, let me just share my screen for a second. Because what we're going to be talking about, a few different stories. So we have uh, a lot... On Virtua. I gotta say, I'm extremely impressed with Virtua. There was a video that I wanna discuss with basically the team. We had Jawad. Shout out to Jawad. This guy, I love listening to Jawad and he's very practical. He has a ton of experience, especially in virtual reality. This was an, an amazing uh, sort of interview with the team. So we're going to spend a lot of time on that. We also have a virtual announcement that's really time sensitive. And I think we'll have a massive impact for any land owners and could reestablish the value scale for what things are selling for currently. We're going to be talking about Cornucopius. An announcement of Cornucopius and the custom domes was made. And I just want to dive into that. And then we have a few Pavia updates that are important. One is a PSA and one is more of an actual update that seems pretty dang cool. So without further ado, let's get into the show. So in the first six minutes of the show, Harry asked Jawad and Ash some basic questions. Now, what I've derived from Virtua is two things. Number one, they are extremely humble. And number two, they are extremely practical. So basically, we got a little bit on why they decided to launch a Cardano with Cardano Island. And essentially, uh, Jawad starts out by saying a few things. He says, first of all, by launching on Cardano, Virtua got to test their capabilities. He also discusses how he's worked with Cardano in, in the past with the Cardano Summit. Now, this was really interesting. They highlight two main things 
from a self-awareness point of view. And I actually really respect this. So they, they highlighted their, their, you know, potential weaknesses and their potential strengths. So for example, they highlight that when it comes to their experience with Cardano, what they found is that the, the Cardano community has been extremely patient with them at times. And they really appreciate that. And they actually, what their goal is to do now is to reward the Cardano community for their patience. Because what they are, what Virtua is really good at is the tech in terms of 3D environments and virtual reality environments. They're incredibly good at that side of building out a metaverse. They have a company with 300 uh, employees. And I believe... Uh, that are specialists, by the way, to basically creating a metaverse environment and 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 basically uh, creating it in a very professional way moving forward. Now, what I think they allude to is sort of the unknown or the weakness is developing on blockchain technology. So by working with IOHK and by working with experienced teams on Cardano, they have found that it's made their job a hell of a lot easier. So essentially, they have a lot of humility because Virtua is a massive company. They're very well funded. They have a lot of funding, so they're not going uh, to explode anytime soon, right? Uh, in terms of a bad explosion, they might explode in a good way pretty soon, but in terms of a bad explosion. Now, what they kind of highlight, though, is that because they have such expertise on the virtual reality and the 3D environment side, they really want to create the best product. And that does involve working with experienced blockchain teams. So they're going to actually use the same blueprint moving forward when they build in other uh, blockchain environments or tap into other communities. They're going to be looking for experienced teams. And obviously, that's a good thing. What I think we found from Virtua too is that the first kind of group of us that have decided to really rock with Virtua and invest in Virtua, we should be somewhat aware that we are kind of pioneers with them, right? So I think this is more of my thought from an empathy scale. I think we should still be patient with Virtua because what they need to do is since they are also a pioneer company building out a metaverse, which is a pretty nascent space in, in including that blockchain side of it, where you have digital property that you can own through NFTs, you have tokens, you have gamification of tokenomics. We should probably be pretty empathetic that there might be times where they don't nail it on the first try. But because they're well-funded and because they have the capacity to keep trying and making it right for the community that's rocking with them, anytime something kind of goes wrong, uh, I think because of their experience when they've had some bumps in the previous minting processes, right, they've always shown us that they can actually make it right in the end. And that's a pretty important thing from a company in terms of me watching a company and saying, wow, I'd like to rock with these guys. So we should have some empathy. Um, they've learned it's very valuable to work with great teams on blockchains. And they're they're planning to reward, uh, and they have rewarded the Cardano community for being patient with Virtua. Virtua's strength is virtual environment tech, partnering with capable teams for uh, from blockchains mixed with their specialty 
makes for a great combination. Then Jawad also discusses utility and how they are going to continue the expedition to exploring different utility for NFTs that they release. One thing he mentions is actually the legendary jets that were given out for free if you minted a medium plot in one of their minting windows. And basically that um, group of jets is called the 195 squadron. Okay. That's a really cool uh, thing by itself. Imagining a jet in the metaverse, you know, whatnot. It's a pretty cool idea. But Virtua, I think, is going to take those jets a lot far farther because he discusses how they are going to build mythology and lore into those jets and future utilities. So that's kind of the first six minutes. And real quick before we move on, because I want to save portions of this interview for later this week and other videos. So be sure to like and subscribe, you know, check in with us because there's a lot to go over. This was always the plan for Virtua with licensed 3D assets, right? Like the Godzilla King Kong jet and the 195 Squadron, right? It was always the plan to basically take those NFTs and Jawad even mentions it. It would have been easy for them because of their partners to do some celebrity drop with no utility and make a ton of money. That's never what they've done. You can look at their track record. That's not what they've done. Their plan was to, with licensed assets, create lore, mythology, and uh, basically develop that IP, right? And that utility. He then talks about how they're going to have spaceships. They're going to have even mythology and lore into spaceships and even into the V-Flex. So even some of the V-Flex drops that they've done, like the Dead Pixel V-Flex, there's going to be lore, mythology, and IP built into those V-Flex. So I just think that that's a really interesting aspect um, to watch Virtua for is the fact that they're developing original IP from these licensed assets with massive studios like Paramount. So without further ado, we're going to save the rest of this for probably future episodes. Make sure to check back in with us and let's continue on with the show. So I've talked about this, I think yesterday, but I want to mention it. I'm going to keep talking about it because I think this is going to really change the values of lands on marketplaces where Cardano, Island, Virtua plots are being sold. And the reason is because we're about to see the official land claim event, and it's going to be taking place next week. And you'll be able to choose your favorite plot location. So we know that the rarities have affected the pricing. We know that the different resources and the speculation on what those resources will give have affected the pricing. And obviously, the more rare the plots are, the more slots they have for land bots and Cardano Summit NFTs. And that we've, we've kind of talked about how resource production can be increased by rarer plots and you get maybe potentially more scarce resources with rarer plots. So there's some gamification there already. But what we haven't seen yet is location-based value. And I believe that this is something that if you are participating in this land claim event, you may be able, you may be able to start now looking at some of these places in this video that I'm overlaying right now and thinking, where might, where might the best perceived value be? Now, I have no idea 
to be honest with you guys and girls, I have zero clue right now where the best perceived value will be. Uh, all we can go off of is what other metaverses perceived value has kind of um, has kind of been. And in Pavia, the mountains, obviously, the forest, the ocean, and then the beachfront, and then the central plaza has the most perceived value uh, near the stadium, right near some of these locations and natural resources has the best perceived value. So I'm going to be looking at what looks like some of these center points and thinking about where the best perceived value will be. And we'll be talking about that as well uh, in, in following days coming to the official land, land claim event. Cornucopia segment today is going to be about custom domes because we have this announcement. So we've got a few leaks for you today. Hard to beat a sunset on the beach, right? It is. It is. Uh, I come from a very nautical place. I love sunsets on the beach. First things first, we always try to provide as much time as possible for you all to prepare for our sales. That said, while we don't have concrete dates for the custom dome sale, we do have strong anticipation for a sale taking place at the end of the month. They do want to stress the fact that if they receive word the vassal will take place sooner than the end of this month, they will be forced to move the sale to a sooner date. We want to make sure that uh, you are prepared for both scenarios. So they're being uh, still pretty flexible on the dates. And I think that's wise. Uh, second, we know pricing is at the top of your minds. So we are announcing the pricing of the custom domes. As with our land sale, we will take a snapshot. We will snapshot the, the price of ADA one day prior to the sale. And that will determine the price in ADA. Next week, we will be releasing our custom dome video, which will showcase some of the features uh, you will have access to as, a, as an owner. In conjunction with the video, we will also be sharing our custom dome deck, which will go into detail about all features, utility, and earning potential you will have a dome, uh, you will have as a dome owner. So one thing, and then let's read this, please note that dome sizes are roughly five times larger than land plots. The utility of domes are also much different. Utility will be explained in the custom dome promotional deck. So one question I have is I believe there's no set supply for the custom domes. Um, if I'm wrong about that, please comment. But I believe that this is this is this is like uh, this is like a one-time purchase to basically buy a virtual environment that if you have, you'll have access to these tools, you'll be able to build something, and then by building things, by maybe making uh, branding by basically creating branding on the custom domes. The thought probably if you follow this logic is that you can increase your custom domes value, right? By basically adding to it and making it more of a destination and maybe making it more a brand, if you will, and having some sort of ceremonies, tournaments, events on those custom domes. So since there's not really a set supply, if I'm right, because I think that's what the initial plan was. I'm 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 hundred percent sure certain at first. Uh Rob and Josh, when they talked about the custom domes, there wasn't like a set supply for custom domes. It was like gonna be an infinite supply for custom domes. Now, obviously, they're going to have a floor price just because of what people pay for them and what people are willing to pay for them. 
So, and, and I don't see anything about supply here. Um, so we'll have to see, but I don't see anything about supply here. Uh, now let's just look quickly at the prices and then we're going to move on because I'm waiting for that video and the uh, pitch deck more so than anything right now to see. And uh, so we have smalls for 220 USD, mediums for 400 USD, large for 650 USD, and then epics for 1500 USD and copious for 2500 USD. So I think um, what I've seen on Twitter is uh, <laughs> a lot of people are uh, priced out. And I think some of the probably people in cornucopias that want to take advantage of this are like very uh, diehard cornucopians. So I'm interested to see more information like the pitch deck and probably some more Kopi cafes from Rob and Josh. So Rob and Josh, if you're listening to this, I'm excited. I'm just waiting to find out more information on this. And uh, once again, I would like to see officially address the uh, the supply. And, and also, if it's not a set supply, then I wonder how they're going to do it. If they're just going to keep the mint up with this fixed ADA price with the uh, snapshot or how they're going to do it. It would be interesting to find out. So excited to learn more. I'm just excited to learn more. Moving on to Pavia. Currently, our only domain is Pavia. This is good for all projects, by the way. We have our Discord server link in the in the bio. Our only official Twitter accounts are this one, Pavia and Pavia Comps. Interesting. Um, many of our team are here, but all announcements will be from our main accounts. If in doubt, please verify. So always make sure that you're getting uh, your info from either Pavia Comps or Pavia. Now, if you've watched the latest Pavia Plaza reveal video, so we have actually procedural generation by the smooth and silky voice of Pavia Ross was mentioned. And this is one of the vital keys to the success of our project. Our metaverse is truly huge and there is a lot of space to build out. We've cracked this tech. Very, uh, very bullish. I actually feel very bullish reading that. <laughs> um, this was interesting. A new tweet. So they say, we are proud to announce we've joined Crypto UK Associates, uh, the trade body, the trade body representing the digital asset sector in the UK, working directly with policy makers and market participants to develop balanced regulations. We are building a safe and compliant metaverse on the Cardano blockchain. If you don't know much about Pavia, Pavia kind of started out as uh, very... I would say low key, but they've been making a lot of waves. I think Pavia is a metaverse that on any blockchain, people know it now for making a ton of waves, right? They're able to sort of get involved. They're just very involved in all of the things going on. I think that comes down to the leadership, maybe the connections the leadership has, right? And one aspect of it, we could look at the Metaverse Forum, where you have Unity, uh, Facebook's Meta, Adobe, Epic Games, all these different companies kind of collaborating to develop terminology, standard terminology, and also standards for the Metaverse. So things can be interoperable, and things can be seamless and well-connected, and really create that Ready Player One effect. Uh, all the way to this, which is getting involved in basically the trade body representing digital asset sector in the UK. So this is really cool. I'm super like, 
amazed by this, by the way, because our like it's crazy for us that have been following and rooting for Pavia this whole time. Like it feels like our local home Pavia metaverse is making waves out there <laughs> and shaping this industry. So shout out to Pavia and then shout out to Crypto UK. Crypto UK is the trade body representing the digital asset sector in the UK, working directly with policymakers and market participants to develop balanced policies. So we're going to be tracking this and seeing what the effects are and what the potential results are and what waves are actually being made too. So that's that's um, so that's the Pavia segment. Okay, so ladies and gentlemen, if you like this video, uh, please keep watching because I just wanted to give a quick word from our sponsors. There's uh, a couple of really cool stories here from some of our sponsors that are supporting the channel today and this episode. So uh, this is actually kind of a news segment. So we're, we just left it till the end because uh, <laughs> we just wanted to get through those metaverse updates. But here's a quick word from our sponsors. Next up, I just wanted to take a quick moment to thank Cardania because Cardania is supporting the channel. And they, Captain, you know, he didn't, he's not telling me what to say or how to say it, but basically this is going to be a sponsored section. Uh, today's sponsored section of Cardinia, I want to show you a really fun video that he did a while back. And it kind of highlights the Cardinia metaverse while talking about some of their upcoming sales. So let's play that and then we'll get on to the rest of the video. Hey, Cap, super excited for our new album to come out. Attention Citizens has the most rad music in the galaxy. Gosh, I'm so excited for it too. The music is super rad and you have a chance to mint a rare like a prismatic. Cap, I don't understand why Cardania Citizens aren't sold out yet. I know we are the hottest NFT project in the universe. They're selling, they're selling. These things just take time. Maybe we need some monkeys. All the hot projects have monkeys. Let me just train a few monkeys and we'll go to the moon. You know, I don't know about the monkeys, but I like where your head's at, and I'll let you know if we decide to go that direction. The ladies and I had a thought we should probably be in charge of marketing from now on. Maybe a girls of Cardania calendar, what do you think? Or maybe an only citizens. <laughs> ladies, I love all these suggestions, but let's just keep making rad stuff and bringing people to the Discord. Uh, keep up the great work, though. You're all beautiful. Uh, Ada Ninjas was actually one of the first interviews I ever did for a CNFT project. And man, I didn't even really know that this is what they meant by the great ninja war. But for those of you that don't know, Ada Ninjas is one of our local Cardano CNFT projects that's trying to become an anime. <laughs> and as an anime fan myself, I've always really liked this, but what was interesting is I didn't know they were going to take this path. So we know that there's three clans for Ada Ninjas, right? And essentially, uh, you have the Aramar. I always have trouble saying that one uh, with 8,888 NFTs. Then you have the uh, Atsuko with 8,888 NFTs. And then you have the Daisuke which has the, in my opinion, coolest artwork just because things are moving. But nonetheless, this is the most recent. So here's the Great Ninja War. It's kind of cool. All the info on the Great Ninja's burn, and, and that's what I think a lot of the community calls the war. The what, the why, the utility. So 2,222 NFTs will be in what they call the fourth, which will be the newest collection. 8,888 NFTs burnt to get the 2,222. 
and I'll explain that in a minute. And this would create the effect where instead of having, you know, essentially 8,888 NFTs from three collections, right, which would total into a much higher number, the remaining NFTs would be under 20,000. Okay, so here's what the great ninja burn is. To participate, you have to burn four ninjas, one of each clan and then one of your choice. And you'll receive one NFT of the fourth plus free ninjas token. Now, the fourth earn the most ninjas token via airdrops, claim, and staking. And there's other utilities we'll talk about. Here's what's really cool about this. Step one, you burn four ninjas from your existing collection, right? So one from each clan and one of your choice. Okay, so one from each of the clans, and then you get to choose one. Now, why would they allow you to choose one? By allowing you to burn a ninja of your choice, you have a decision to make via gamification, which is part of the war. You can kill a ninja from a clan you dislike, or you can kill a ninja to make your clan's collection scarcer. So do you see what they're doing here? This means that if you're a whale of a certain clan, you might decide to make your clan's collection more scarce and hence potentially more valuable. Story or scarcity, that's up to you. But what do you get in return? Who will you sacrifice? That's the question. And in exchange for the burn, you'll receive one NFT of the fourth, a new NFT collection that has more utility than the other clans and a key role in the ninja's lore. You will also receive some free ninjas token. There's background creation comp taking place on Discord. You have a chance to feature your art photos as actual backgrounds in the collection, which is really cool. Yes, you'll also be credited in the metadata. Every NFT will have a randomized name in the metadata, and soon they'll have a Discord poll to see if you would like your username to feature for a random ninja. More exciting details about the collection will drop soon. And as you are aware, each of the three seasons will receive ninjas to use in the Shards of Nineveh game, which we've talked about on the channel uh, previously, but we'll do an update on that because the game is pretty cool. The fourth, however, will receive the most ninjas. So if you participate in this deflationary mechanism for burning ninjas, the fourth will actually be receiving the most tokens via airdrop claiming more than S1 and staking more than season three and some special in-game utilities too. Lastly, when? Burn, baby, burn. Currently, we want to ensure that our artist V has sufficient time to illustrate all the pieces. The backend team can work on some of the new concepts we will be implementing with the burn. Stay tuned for more info, Ninjas fam. And as always, Izuko. Ikuzo. Sorry. <laughs> before we, uh, we kind of send you guys and girls off, let's read this quick article because this is a really important part of the cardano ecosystem what is the point of buying ada and staking in cardano this is our sponsor of today's video lido nation a supporter of the channel humans are motivated and driven by self-interest so cardano was built to recognize and align with this fact the cardano network rewards participants and decentralizes power this is achieved through the function of its digital currency ada in a process called staking the result is a system that is both sturdy and egalitarian so a couple of things real quick. While the national average interest rate on a savings account in the U.S. is at 0.04%, staked Cardano earns about 5.5% annually in rewards. Obviously, ADA is more volatile on the up and downside. On the upside, 5.5% makes a huge difference, and it's more volatile than U.S. cash. 
you invest in Cardano and choose not to stake, it's a bit like holding your savings under the mattress. In fact, it is worse because the exchange where your ADA resides, if you just hold it on an exchange, is actually staking it for you and keeping 100% of the rewards. Nor should you stake on an exchange. In these cases, the exchange is still the big winner. They control the choice of available pools and the fees they collect are higher. Choose a pool you believe in to maximize your returns and support the network. Staking is no risk and all reward. You can spend, trade, or use your ADA whenever you want to. While your ADA is staked, you are eligible to earn rewards. Also, your investment facilitates processing on the network. Through this clever arrangement, Cardano has created a system that maintains high security and fairness by aligning uh, human self-interest with network rules. And by the way, the more decentralized network gets, the more basically single pool operators, we call them in Cardano, we have, the better, the more decentralized and unstoppable the powerful Cardano blockchain becomes, right? Because we have more nodes uh, that, you know, an entity would have to shut down for Cardano to stop working. So we want to support these uh, these pools. Now, Lido Nation, I've mentioned them before. They do a lot of work to educate people and onboard people onto Cardano. They're doing a lot of work to support the network. If you're invested in projects, if you are invested in Cardano, I think that it's it's really good that we support these projects. They're supporting my channel. So I definitely, I opened up a new account on one of my wallets just to stake to Lido to support them because we want to support those that support us. Uh, you can stake to Lido. Obviously, they're the ones that wrote this article. They know what they're doing when it comes to running a pool. And the ticker is L-I-D-O. So make sure you stake, folks. And that's Jay Crypto, and we will see you tomorrow. Have a great day.